0: Back to the Blue Line Hockey Club, folks. Another exciting episode of the Blue Line Hockey Club. We've got episode 99 tonight. It's going to be a great one, boys. We've got Whoa. all the usual suspects the in the house with us tonight. We've got our producer, Patrick Okolardi Sullivan. What's up, Patrick? Aloha. And our IT guy, our local nerd on staff, Robbie P. Peters. What's up, Pete? Hey, uh,
1: you're bombing him.
0: And the all-around sports guru, Derek D. What's up, you train What's up, sweet-o? And your host of the Blue Line Hockey Club tonight, Mark the Doctor, Morley. Oh, yeah. We got a few guests sitting with us tonight. We've got Chris the Seltzer King Mancuso.
2: What's up, Chris? What's up, boy? What's up? I came prepared tonight. I know that we have someone from Nova Scotia here, so I brought some Blue Lobster. I'm ready to, uh, ready to talk oh. some hockey and have a couple of drinks.
0: All right, now, speaking of Nova Scotia, we've got James from the Offside Hockey Talk. What's up, James?
3: What's happening, boys? Can't wait to get talking, enjoying some drinks. Mancuso, you know that blue lobster's going to win your little tournament you got going on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they got a damn good product, bro. I'll give them that.
0: There we and go. And last but not least, we have Justin McLovin! Andre, what's up, Justin?
4: You get check what's going on.
2: <laughs> Chick-a.
1: Chick-a. Chick-a. i want
2: everyone right. to know before we started that mclovin who's like a producer slash little content creator made all of us wait 10 minutes so i would like to point that out before we get off the hop here mclovin you're lucky i'm not i can't hop a flight to boston i'd come right over there and strike you down no
4: you wouldn't <laughs> you're soft
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh here we go i'm pulling him out get it i'll yeah, putting him over the knee later
0: We'll never get those 10 minutes back, boys. Awful shame. <laughs> but we do we do have some things to talk about finally, and it's great to have some hockey guys on the blue line tonight. Um, you know, we obviously had the, the commissioner come out, I think it was yesterday, and talk about uh, the 24-team playoff schedule. And, you know, that's kind of exciting for us hockey nuts to see some hockey coming back. And uh, let's get into a little talk about that, fellas.
5: Yeah, just get excited to get some hockey back. We've been waiting for this Um You know, they still have some things to talk about, um, where it's going to be played. You know, we all know there's some hub cities. Um, It's not etched in concrete yet, but uh, they got something laid out. And uh, they got, you know, the Western Conference, Eastern Conference, kind of 24-team tournament going. And uh, it's exciting. There's some pretty good matchups. I I can't wait to uh, uh, get into the matchups here in a little bit.
0: Yeah, definitely interesting. I mean, it's um, you know, who do you think got fucked? You know, like I, I think Minnesota had a tough pull. Um, obviously, they were they were on a bubble team to get the wild card, but you know, if they win, they got to play the Avalanche, which we've talked about on our show, um, possibly being the best team out there. Uh, you know, so I think they got a tough pull. What do you guys think?
4: I mean, ahead, I don't man. think Who's it's brilliant. a Well, I don't think yeah, I don't think it's a guarantee that it's not. One, two, three, four. They actually have to play for seeding, yeah. which is why I Ground think Robin. why Boston is getting absolutely screwed. They're the only team with 100 points, and they could end up number four. So, right. It's it's a, yeah, it's a and unique and
2: it's format. like when they play those seventy well, games. They're for if are that
4: so good, they should
2: be number one.
4: There you they're fucking go. Going, You're gonna, well, ball. they're going to be number one, right? They're going to be they're going to be number one. Yeah. You can guarantee yeah, yeah. that right now. But it's, it's it's a unique format. It's unique to everybody, especially the players. And it's going to be interesting to see exactly how it plays out at the end of July. Yeah, I, I can. can see we your also point. talk you know, about they had
5: the best record during the regular season, and they should get the first. But unfortunately, that's not happening this year. They're going to have to earn it again.
3: Listen, Sorry, nobody's yeah. getting anything they wanted, really. I mean, look at Minnesota. Obviously, they're getting in because they bit Shimona complain, and now you got a twenty fourteen playoff format. So, I mean, if you're the top dog, (laughs) play for it. Play for everything, man. This is what it is. It's all scrap. Like Brendan Moore said today, you basically played those 69 games for nothing. Everything, the grinding, the grits, the grits, it doesn't matter. It's all out the window because this tournament's going to decide it all. And the guys are sitting waiting for a pick, Buffalo included. You know, go ahead and sit and wait for your pick. See you in January.
2: Yeah, the big (laughs) boys are playing (laughs) now. Yes. One thing I want to bring up is Tampa Bay. Tampa you Bay, know. it's funny. When they went to approve the 24-team tournament, um, I can't let the Tampa Bay Lightning stared. off the hook stared. here. Stared. Because they're absolutely a bunch of cowards coming out of that, uh, the, the state of Tampa Bay. We're talking about a team who, if they didn't have to play for the seating, when, if that doesn't happen to be the case and they leave things alone, there's still a lot to be said there. But if that is the case, and tampa bay gets to go on and play and avoid toronto and play one of the islanders or or the panthers they probably came out smelling like roses compared to everybody else i think they would have had a hard time with toronto in the first round i really do i think their speed would have been would have been tough for that that the defense i think their defense is slow i think Hedman's good i think mcdonough is good but they lack speed on that defense and i think toronto would have would have ran them into the ground
3: yeah
1: I'm still going to see how they can respond to last year's fucking choke. You know, uh, until they can can prove to, you know, a first and second round win, I'm not even going to talk about Tampa Bay.
5: Well, I mean, Tampa and Carolina were the only two teams that were bitching, right? Said no.
2: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. said no.
5: So, you know, like Chris is saying, you know, they are a bunch of cowards. I mean – what's your problem first of all and you know the carolinas yeah. just scared of the rangers you know the rangers beat them up all season um swept that series and i think they outscored them 17 to 9 so yeah. i can kind of see the carolina point their point of view like fuck you know we got to play the rangers they're, you know they're kind of like the islanders back you know what it was a year or two ago where they're that that
2: team in the playoffs you're scared to play and yeah uh, man especially if one of those goalies gets hot
4: I, yeah, would be, totally. I would not be I would not be scared to play the New York Islanders because they have yet to win a single game since trading for JG Pajot. Yeah, they oh, haven't true. Won. They have not won and they gave up what, a first and a couple other a se- high draft. A first,
2: a second and a third. <laughs> yeah. They gave up a for one two three for him.
4: And they have yet to win a single game. So there are obviously no one is on a hot or a cold streak heading into this new tournament, but you know, I'm I've never been afraid of the Islanders and I still wouldn't be now.
0: well they you make a good point there mclovin as far as nobody is on that hot streak now like if you look back to when the season paused which teams were rolling and which teams were kind of struggling late in the season but uh, but had the record from the beginning of the season to to make the playoffs um you know so that that hot streak that they might have had two months ago is completely gone right so they got to find that chemistry you know so that's kind of fucked up like I guess we talked about Minnesota, luckily, lucky to get in, but they were one of those teams were starting to peak towards the end of the season. And then you had some other teams like you talk about that have been falling off. So it'd be interesting to see where these teams pick up once they hit the ice Montreal in the playoffs. Ridiculous.
3: Hey, Montreal in, in the playoffs. Too. You hear about Max Domi. Max Domi might not be playing, eh? Yeah,
2: because he's got diabetes.
3: he has diabetes with the whole pandemic. They said if there's any chance if anything happened to him, they're not going to let him play.
2: No shit. Yeah, well, have 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 like, yeah because COVID it. affects people with diabetes badly. And it's like with people that have had diabetes have had a way higher mortality rate. So they probably won't risk it with him. I wouldn't. They have millions oh, invested yeah. in that kid. Why would you bother? For five yeah. games? Yeah. For what? I wouldn't. Not it's if it that, my it. money. I wouldn't. Do, it, it, it's if interesting. It's
1: his decision, do you think he's going to say yes, he wants to play? Or you think
2: he's oh, of course. He's yeah, wrestler. he'll want to play. Yeah, Good. he'll wanna play, of course. Any of these guys would wanna life play. At but... risk. Yeah. Yeah, I think he would. I mean, he's young. Young people don't care. If you guys have seen the beaches whether it be in California <laughs> yeah. or right here in Toronto, um people don't give a <laughs> fuck that are like under 35. They just don't care. Um no, they're, they're they out every day. They're in the parks. They're packing together. I don't think Max Domi gives a shit. He'd rather have a chance to play for the cops.
3: From a PR standpoint yeah, man, don't man. I don't see them let him play. Uh, just in case something happens, because that would be the one mark right there where they had the ability to stop it, and they didn't stop it, and that's what the league would use, and that's what PR would use, and that's what media would use. So if they can avoid that, they would.
2: Yeah, and they should,
6: too. Don't you you guys think, honestly, though, that they're just – I mean, I think – probably the median stuff is just waiting for you know something bad to happen and, and shut this shit down and that's how i feel yep. anyways i think you know they're going to be waiting for something you know one player to get it and then to make an example out of whatever league they can make um you know but it's it's crazy but like like uh chris just said though man like any all these young people i was out on the lake up here uh where i live in the north country in northern new york and there was I went into this tiny beach. There's probably 60 freaking kids having a fucking keg party out there, you know, so they're not, Oh yeah. Not, they're they not care.
1: concerned.
6: They think they just because the weather's gotten nicer, they think they could just do whatever they want, but it's yep. still yeah.
4: not even close to
6: being done. No, right. no, it, it, it's, it, you know, it's to be debated about what, what is the right and wrong thing to do, but this is, uh, yeah it's it's wild man i don't i don't know i don't know the answer but montreal like you i know mclovin you're saying it's awful that they're in the tournament but montreal you know being a great uh legacy kind of team in the nhl it's 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 good for the fan base to have them in there you know i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of hey, big time hey, nhl fans in montreal terry pricey is the no, he's a
5: hot goalie especially in playoffs I, I don't know if he can uh block all the rubber that's coming from the pittsburgh lineup but I, that's a, that'll be an interesting uh, um, uh, series to watch there. And, uh, you know, it sucks. This first I've heard about Max Domi. So that, that puts a dagger in uh, Montreal, but uh, um, Gary Price is a pretty good, uh, I don't know, in my view anyway. It's I not think.
1: a though, right? We, we've, no. we've had these conversations yeah, yeah. over and over and One person yeah, is in a fucking cup. Sorry.
2: Yeah. No, and exactly. See,
1: I I think the team that that
4: has the most to prove in this whole thing has got to be Arizona. They went all in with that trade for Taylor Hall, and now they the finally team. get a chance to be in yep. this in these playoffs. And they've been on a cold streak. They kind of they kind of kicked it up at the end before everything shut down. But if they're gonna prove anything, it's now. And Taylor Hall needs to show up big time.
2: Oh, yeah. huge! I
3: agree. So what do you? This is where you make his money
4: right here.
0: What do you guys think about, you know, the the old thing when you hit the playoffs, having the veterans is, a, you know, a key for, for a team, having people with experience that have been there before. What do you think about it now having more of the young guys that might be able to bounce back physically um, to get back in shape a lot quicker than some of your older guys that might take a couple more weeks to get back in game shape? Do you think these younger squads have the advantage in the first round? Yeah, definitely. They definitely do.
3: I think they'll bring the uh, the older guys along with that momentum. You look at Marlow when he was in Toronto. And what he used to say about the young guns, I used to get them motivated, get them going, right, when the days he wasn't ready to go. So, I mean, I think, like, Kyle Clifford on the Leafs, Jake Muzzin, Jason Spezza, they'll all be feeding off these young guys instead of the way before, where it's the old guys leading the charge saying, hey, this is what you need to do. This is what the playoffs will be like. This is the grind. I think it's going to be a reverse factor now. They're getting their and legs. And it, the young and guys will And I just along. want to
2: say in that Toronto series – um I in that Toronto series, I gotta say, of any team that this whole layoff has benefited, I gotta think that Columbus has benefited the most. They yep. looked pretty tough at times with all the injuries they had. They're gonna come yeah. back, um they're gonna come back with a full squad. That's really interesting. And and that's yeah, gonna be the most interesting match. Exactly. A guy who swept Tampa Bay last year. This guy knows how to coach in the playoffs. And, the and if they yeah, but it don't matter. Elvis Merleekens
1: is up for Corbyn one of the best Well,
2: They're is Freddie Anderson proven out. in the first round? Don't let What's it get that? to game five. Don't let it get to game five with how Freddie Anderson plays. He'll let up seven goals.
3: Hey, I'm just saying, <laughs> off, off your experience right now, I, you can say that about Freddie Anderson. That's fine. No problem at all. It's true. But Tell, tell me what Merleekens and Corpy's done in the first round. Tell me what they've what done. Is,
2: what has Freddie Anderson done in the first round?
3: Hey, hey, I'm just telling you right that's now, they're young guys the in you I mean, rattle. I know, but young they young haven't even they had a chance. Let's see what yeah. happens. Pam Ward didn't yeah. get I think rattled. Jordan, so Binning, Jordan
2: Bennington didn't get rattled. Jordan Bennington just won the Stanley Cup as a funny. Oh.
3: Come on now. You're going to care about the St. Louis Blues or the Columbus Blue Jackets?
1: I'm going to jump in here. I'll say one point real quick. I'm impressed that Columbus shedded Bobrovsky, Panarin, uh, Duchesne, Duchesne and
2: they're still in the conversation, right? They're still in the conversation. Unbelievable coach. Tortorella is one of the best coaches in the league. So, go yep. so back to a previous
1: conversation. It validates the, the fact that Tortorella was fucking pissed that those guys left. Oh, um, yeah. So I'm going to leave that there, but I just wanted to make sure I, I said that. The, the one thing i'll say right now is this is unprecedented so we can sit here and and you know that's our job is to sit here and banter and talk about this shit but we don't know if the young kids are going to leave we don't know if the old guys are going to leave none of them have seen this before
2: no no this is new territory for everybody this is 24 so, you know, teams that all so have a that that shot
1: said Everybody has had three months to lick their wounds, to heal, and to fucking be waiting to go back on the ice. So you don't know at this point. You know the Sabers started uh, started off eight and eight, one
2: and one, right? Yeah, you don't so know who's going to come out hot. fresh
1: start. We don't know who's going to. We don't know. They come out hot every year, happen. and then they suck. Well, that's <laughs> a different story, but I'm just saying, as of you know, this fresh start this is unprecedented let's just keep this in mind we don't know exactly what the fuck's going to happen there is nothing to point to to say well in the past this happened
3: this is new shit. now
6: everything's out everything is out the window at this point boys. i mean this is like there's no team coming in like you know that was a bottom feeder that eked their way into the playoffs that's coming in with a massive amount of momentum there's no lead dog anymore everybody's starting with like a blank slate you know, you can look at it like, well, maybe the young guys, you know, are in better shape because they're younger. Well, maybe the That's older fair. guys didn't, maybe the older guys didn't go out and party and they took took care of their body through this whole thing because they're experienced and they understand the grind of the NHL. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the young guys are going to come in, you know, having a fucking hangover, you know, from partying the night before because they think they're invincible and everything else. So yeah. it might flip flop. Who, who the fuck knows? Well,
2: the good, good I mean, news this- is. The good news is is that they're going to have a training camp because a lot of guys are known for coming to camp out of shape. One being Alex Ovechkin, the best goal scorer possibly in hockey history. He always comes to camp a little overweight and then works his way into the swing of things once he gets there. And tons of guys are known for that, but it's like how much time are they really going to have? So like, I know we're on day, what, 72 of quarantine, and I've drank about 69 times. So if anybody's <laughs> like me, they're going to need more than a week to get back into shape. I mean, you might be right, D-Train. Uh, you might have that right on the head. The old guys might have been taking it easy while well, these young guys were just gassing beers all night. Yeah, I
4: so might have to give you out. a couple of years to recover At after this
2: point, this. what we're talking about is is sheer talent in the youth
1: versus the the wisdom of the older boys, right? So yeah, I, think, I, I think we
4: can
5: all all agree that it's going to be sloppy. I think it's going to be sloppy uh, for a little yeah. while, first two three games, and then uh, you know it's hard. Everyone has their own decisions. Um, I think I think the right balance, the right chemistry of the the veterans in in the rookies um, are definitely gonna. They might pull ahead a little bit just because, uh, you know the not the rookies, you know the younger guys. I guess I yeah. should say, um, you know. They got the legs. They'll play through a, a an injury on their, you know, hamstring or some shit like that. Where uh, the veterans won't do that, you know, do that, but they will. They'll still play and kind of not backcheck and shit like that. So I think it's gonna be sloppy, but I think that right balanced team um, might surprise you. And I I, I think that Columbus Toronto uh, series is gonna be a good one. That's it's the most exciting.
2: interesting of all of them. It's go- yeah. it's gonna be a dogfight because okay. there's one thing. I think Toronto (laughs) obviously holds all the cards as far as being the favorite and they should be able to outpace them. But John Tortorella just coaches disgusting defensive hockey in the playoffs. (laughs) Frustrating. Like you saw Nikita Kucherov, the Art Ross winner, absolutely lose his mind in game three or I think, yeah, game three. And like cross-check that guy in the head and got suspended. Like, they play that frustrating style. Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, John Tavares, like Nick Foligno, all those guys in Columbus are going to be poking at them, talking smack. They're a frustrating bunch of guys to play against. And yeah. um, I mean, the good news is is that it's only five games. Because in a seven game series, they're a tough team, man. Like they, they John Tortorella coaches no bullshit, man.
3: Yeah. Hey, it's a good thing Toronto played Boston the past couple of years. You know why? Because they faced all that shit for two years from Martian and Pasta and Chara and all that bullshit. So that poking and thing, you know, they faced the bear a couple of years and lost. So they might have <laughs> a little bit of anger and angst to go into this one, I think, boys. I what think Columbus think not is tougher again than Boston,
2: this year? though. I think Columbus is tougher than Boston as a team overall.
4: Yeah, I actually agree with
2: I'd that. I'd say so. Boston's not tough anymore.
4: So we're skilled.
0: Let's throw this out there. So say um, the Leafs do have their, their run this year finally, and then, and they win the cup with an asterisk next to it. I mean, does it really mean that they won the cup? You know?
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> there's no the asterisk.
4: World. It'll mean I, everything ahead. to them if they do it.
2: Is, I say no asterisk on this. I think this is uh, a harder cup to win than in a shortened season. I think this is crazy, this format. Especially but now they have most an extra times it round takes, to go through. Well, next, most times it takes 16 wins to win the Stanley Cup, but if you're a team playing in the playoff uh, play-in round, what's that going to be? 19 wins. You're going to need 19 you're wins to get it done.
3: You're stealing my tweet, man, Mancuso. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, my tweet?
2: man. That's exactly well, – I read that on Twitter, and that was obviously your tweet. I read that, and I was like, <laughs> fuck, that's a great way to look at it. Good job, Listen, James.
3: Leave, leave the asterisk there, and the reason why I say leave the asterisk there, you go through five rounds of a playoff during a pandemic coming off a layoff, if you win the Cup, you deserve that damn asterisk as the beast mode champion. Period.
2: Yeah, that's a yeah. There we I go. It's
3: a badge of honor. Yeah, I mean,
1: look, this year, these are crazy times. I'm, I'm very, you know, just happy that they're going to distribute the cup and someone's going to get their, their fucking name on it. We're going to watch a little sports. We'll have some more that, distraction. Um, yes. But this is the hardest fucking championship cup to win. And yep. You know, no matter what, if you got to win 19 games or 16 games, it's going to be a battle. And let's face it, every one of us are going to enjoy every fucking game. Oh,
3: hell yeah. We oh, hell yeah. So,
1: <laughs> now, I, what, I since we talked about the, the Maple Leafs, I'll say one thing as well. You know, I kind of put Toronto in the same fucking – the same place as the Tampa Bay Lightning. Toronto is one of the oldest – teams in the NHL like every year uh you know Toronto is hockey well one of the biggest hockey towns there's a lot of expectations and every year they fucking fail you know so they've got a lot to prove as well man and I don't mean James to you know oh
3: no no no, you're you're,
1: you're 100% correct didn't make it
3: you're 100% correct they got a lot to prove and you know what? It becomes with that maturity thing though. You listen to Sheldon Keith talk about it. These guys do need to mature. And how do you mature? You learn, you take your lumps. And I look at it this way the Boston Bruins to the Toronto Maple Leafs are what the Pittsburgh Penguins were to Washington. So basically, Washington finally got over the Pittsburgh Penguin hump and look what happened. So maybe Columbus it back and then we get through the Boston Bruins, however way we do that, that may be the way we do it. And we have to learn, mature, and grow, and it happens. You know, it sucks to be a Leaf fan sometimes because you hate losing to fucking Brad Marchand, but you got to take your lumps. We got good players, you know, things can happen, but fuck. You're right, we haven't done anything Mancuso, you know, and we are on that same playing field as Tampa Bay where we got to prove some shit. And maybe during a pandemic, in the leafiest of all ways, we'll win a cup with no fans, no parade, no No fanfare, and an asterisk. (laughs) This will be the year that they fucking do it. You watch.
2: I wouldn't be surprised. I legit wouldn't be surprised. They spent the don't money. Hold your
3: breath.
5: <laughs> they
1: spent the money. Who, all right.
5: who are you guys uh, – wh- what uh, matchup you guys looking uh, forward to out in the West? I think – to me, I think the Oilers, Blackhawks, just because there's going to be a lot of stars on the ice there. I like dry Dreisaitl, you know. MVP maybe. I don't know. Uh, then you got the the
2: Oilers, uh, Oh, yeah.
5: You got McDavid. You got uh, – all those boys, and to get the guys, Patrick you know, Mike Smith coming on, Patrick. huh? Patrick Kane days, yeah. So I, th- I think that one's going to be like a little star-studded uh, little series out there. The I
4: think Canadian if anyone can with, upset, I uh, got all Canadian matchup with the uh, Calgary and Winnipeg. Usually, I yeah, don't get a lot of buzz in Canada because it's just yeah, yeah
2: definitely.
3: All that sure.
2: Yeah, that's well, a big one, Winnipeg but I-
3: lost I- half the defense, so I don't know, man. That's it. Yeah, looks more of a thing for Calgary than anything.
2: What yeah, true. Think I think Calgary series. should do all right. Oh. Do
5: all right. I think they're going to walk right over him. Yeah, to I,
4: think gonna yeah.
5: I think
2: Calgary's going to win. I think Calgary's going to win as well. I think Matthew Kachuk is going to be a pain in the ass. I think they have a good enough defense to get it done. Uh, Winnipeg, uh, I don't believe in them that much, although I love Paul Maurice. He's a great coach, but it's been hard to keep players there for them.
3: I like Shifley, but, but man, I mean, you look at a guy like Line A, way too inconsistent. I mean, if he goes yeah. cold or he doesn't start off good, then you're buried already. So, what does it even matter with him? I mean, yeah. the yeah. like, same thing it hasn't been very hot either. So
0: Depends on you know, how big Lionel's beard is. Yeah. Lionel <laughs>
3: said
1: that his game is going to be shit once it starts. You know, it's going to take him a little bit to, you know, to ramp back up.
2: Yeah. So. Ehlers and uh, him Sorry. are both too streaky.
1: I'll tell you, yeah. though, you know, Matthew Kachuk is, a you know, one of the funnest person to watch in the NHL right now. He is a gritty tough fucker. He's always in your face. He's very creative on the ice. He's one of the, uh, you know, with Giordano and you know, Calvary's got a team out there anyways, but um, if they're on fire, that is a team to watch, I think. Um, But, uh, you know, I I think I
2: have to say... Monahan, oh yeah, good guys
1: since I'm in Raleigh right now, that, uh, you know, I'm most interested in uh, the Hurricanes and uh, the Rangers right now. Yeah,
4: that'll be a great one. A lot of young people to
1: really a yeah, an electric a good match feel up.
4: to
3: that. So Panarin, Panarin is Panarin someone to watch. Oh, too. I love Panarin. Fire, well, though. Three goal tennis for New York, too. Come on now. You got Lungfist, yeah. Shurkin, and the, uh, what's it, Georgiev. So, I mean, you got someone to stop the rubber, at least, right, stop the bleeding, so it's that could be rubber. good yeah.
1: You think Kreider is yeah. be available for that? I can he see that being an option.
5: Be yeah, I think Kreider will be available. He should be, right, Justin? Uh, I thought uh, I read yeah. stuff that he is going yeah. to yeah. yeah,
1: that, be available. Yeah. Yeah, he That's just an interesting game. just been signed for seven years. You know, Rangers
5: do have three goalies. You got Adam Fox, who left Carolina, went to the Rangers. He's one of their, you know, top three, top five D-core um, so that'll be a kind of uh, interesting game playing back in Carolina. And like I said earlier, um, the Rangers beat up on uh, the Hurricanes in regular season. So that is a good one. But uh, um, I, I like the Canucks wild. I think the Canucks, I'm a wild fan, obviously. But uh, I think the Canucks are healthy. I think that series isn't going to go too uh, too long there, unfortunately. But uh, Canucks are healthy. But the Wild got them <laughs> 2-1, so uh, that's another game, obviously, I'll be
3: watching out in the last. Yeah, I'm excited to watch that one, actually. I like Pedersen. I like Bessie. You know, especially Bessie being a 100%. Yeah, I like Chicago
2: to upset. I think I we're going to get the Edmonton Oilers. I think it would be so NHL to have the Chicago Blackhawks beat them out. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's going to happen. Not. I don't know why. can count Vegas so. Corey Crawford. I just think it's going to happen. I don't know why. I got a feeling that they're going to end up figuring it out.
4: What do you think the two hub cities will be? I think Vegas is a lock because they have, they said they can take the entire hotel strip and dedicate it to the NHL for all the teams. And yeah. then they got to pick a second one. I'm pretty sure if the NHL is going to go with popularity, they'll either go to Toronto or Chicago.
3: Cause those yeah, are the quarantine might screw that up here in Canada. I, for I that thought
1: one. I saw Canada is not budging on their they will not they will not
2: fudge the rules to make sure the nhl can play no yeah so it won't be canada
3: well we don't you know what i can say you probably don't know that yet i don't know what the timetable they're giving the uh giving canada the nhl is to allow that 14-day window to pass obviously numbers are going down across i mean here in nova scotia we're about to open up so if that continues and that trend continues maybe that 14-day thing goes away yeah
1: yeah, uh, yeah, it's going to be tough, though. They're going to have to say pretty quickly, right? Because logistically, they're going a lot to plan around to, to get, you know, the teams in and out of there.
3: I want to ask you guys what you yeah. think of the fact that they don't want the home team. So, say Vegas, if you use Vegas, they don't want the home team to be in that hub city for perceived advantages and perceived, you know, home cooking and stuff like that. i read a lot about that. I'm um, just wondering what you guys think about that, if they want to take those teams away from their own city and put them in the other hub to lose that advantage makes
6: sense makes sense i think think that's fair man yes totally fair i mean you can't uh if nobody's gonna have the you know the true home ice advantage or anything like that why you know why give a hub city you know the team coming from the hub city that that kind of advantage going forward but um yeah yeah, definitely this is it's such a this is such a weird fucking situation man it's I, i just uh i'm looking very much forward to this but to answer your question yeah i don't i think it's completely fair to put them in the opposite place and uh mix it up a bit
3: no oh that, yeah for sure I and mean, the home
0: team definitely has advantage in the playoffs i mean obviously your crowd's rocking i mean you, it, there's not going to be any crowd though right so right you know i guess that advantage what the fuck is the advantage right you
3: know yeah you know the rink you know the city you know your home you're close to your own bed things like that you're going yeah,
0: should be interesting to just see with no fans i mean it's going to be like watching fucking minor hockey on video you know
3: getting well, laid did you see by that your, german, your girlfriend that german uh whatever company there they had the piped in sound for the fans or whatever for the soccer game oh, right. so you, you you pay for whatever subscription you log in you can start cheering for your fans with a bunch of other maple leaf fans or golden knights fans or whatever so that way you're that all idea. in and it kind of weeds out the fact that You'd have those idiots that come in and are doing stupid shit. You're actually paying for a little subscription, so you're actually serious yeah. about it. So you're cheering, and then they pipe it into the stands or whatever, so that way everybody can hear it. So it gives that feel. So a goal scored, a hit, a fight, whatever. It's all getting piped in. So yeah. I hear they're they're looking at it. I was talking to Paul Bromby from Sportsnet. They're looking at it, but I don't know if they'll have it ready in time.
5: Hmm. It's interesting. That'd they're
3: cool. gonna they are going to gonna have to have like special face
4: shields for this for this tournament the they them, right they like like i, I know the nfl was full like,
1: eye tech, right
4: i'm pretty Sorry. sure the nfl was working to get in like like face masks like for you know the visors and stuff to cover any kind of contact like face to face and i'm pretty sure the nhl has to do that even especially it might be a little bit of an adjustment for people who don't like to wear visors like i know chara doesn't like to wear one but Times like this, you're gonna to have to adjust to anything that's thrown your way.
1: Well, yeah. when he broke yeah. his jaw, he, he wore one.
4: He, <laughs> he kind of yeah. had to at that point. But yeah, yeah. there's no that's spitting
0: happening. thing, you know. Like the, there's no yeah. spitting allowed. I mean, if you've ever played hockey before, how many times do you spit when you're oh. playing hockey? You know, whether it's on yeah. the bench or whether it's you know before the face-off or on it's another like,
5: player. for Brad, not anybody. Fucking- that- so. McLovin, have you guys heard anything about mask? I mean, I haven't really heard anything. I I might have heard a little peep about it, but has there any been like in depth talk about this, or is this all just speculation?
4: Well, I just saw that the NFL was trying to implement, but they were trying to test out certain face shields that go into the actual face mask of the helmet because of this. And if the NHL was smart, then they would probably follow suit and. Yeah. try their own method but that's just all speculation right now yeah. the whole thing right the whole tournament is speculation at this point because we don't even know if yeah. it's a confirmation it's just an idea
1: they, they, they so, agreed to continue the conversation right yeah
4: but you know it's not confirmed because something could happen a player could get it and it could spread wildly and everything could get yeah. canceled again. So as long as everybody stays on course, then we'll be fine. But off, everything right now is speculation. Changes everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Bread like herpes
3: what, at a frat party. What do you guys think about Daly yeah. saying that if a guy tests positive, that they're not going to pull the plug? <laughs> I,
5: yeah, I saw that. They're just going to like do away with them, have the player leave, test. So the players are going to get tested every single day. Is that right? Or did I read that wrong?
3: No, they're gonna be tested every every two days. Twice a week. Okay. So I mean, but I mean, if you're in a hub city or whatever, and you're all stuck together, I mean, you're not going anywhere. I guess there's not much that's in for transfer, other than people bringing in your towels or your food or whatever. Whatever garbage man's coming in to bring that shit.
6: Right. Yeah. 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 I would say this, man. I mean, I think like you know these pe these players that are playing, you know, they're not in a risk factor category and if they are you know they're not like you talked about max domi earlier you're going to be they're going to keep him out of it um not going to be any fans in the stands um there's not going to be old people watching this that are highly at risk i don't know i mean it, it if you look at the statistics of the actual disease it's not affecting for the most part um you know people in this kind of category so i mean if somebody gets infected in the symptoms are mild and it's not spreading wildly man you just keep playing and we got to somehow we have to somehow get through this shit you know like we can't wait like a year and a half and hope we get a vaccine that may or may not work and destroy destroy yep, you know it sure. might not ever come it might it may never, never come. come you know i mean i mean you talk about like look at the Ebola virus for instance right okay so that that freaking disease they said was going to come back you know, the following year and that disease killed basically a hundred percent of people that got it. It never came back when they thought it was going to come back. So, um, you know, this is, uh, you gotta, we've got to start kind of looking at things through maybe a different, uh, sphere than what we are right now. And, um, if it's, if it's not something that's going to really, really, really hurt people and we can play through this kind of thing and control it a little bit, I think, I think it's worth perhaps playing through. And I think, if you make an example of a league that can survive through this and show that everything is going to be okay, that's a really strengthening thing for the NHL. Like the NHL can set an example, like we can do it. You the rest of you, rest of the leagues in the world can do it. And I, I don't know. It, it's there's a lot of ways to look at this, but I, I don't think if one guy gets it, you shut it down. I, I kind of agree with that, uh, that perspective, frankly. Yeah. If and if is- a group of people get it then maybe, but not just one guy.
3: Right. Well I look at but the UFC
1: with test point. right? It, it, so how we got there was everybody got tested and they were quote unquote negative. But that wasn't true because somehow they got it. So there there's something that we're missing
0: Go ahead, James.
3: Um, I was gonna say like the UFC when they did their uh, their first pay-per-view, Jacare Souza tested positive for COVID nineteen and they just took him away. Um just made sure he's away from everybody, you know, took him off the fight card. And everything went forward, right? So that was the first showing of an event that was a live event. All the fighters were in one hotel. Someone tested positive. They removed it, went forward. So, I mean, there's your test balloon right there, what you do. You know, you instantly remove that fighter. You test everybody again. Everybody's fine. You move forward. So I can see where Daly's coming from. The problem is you know how close these teams are going to be. They're going to be with each other for meals. They're going to be with each other practicing, all the same rooms, sharing all the same stuff. So if one guy pops, you know it's more than likely another guy does, and then it just becomes wildfire, like you guys said.
1: I was gonna go there, James, but I didn't want to be Debbie Downer
3: right now. Hey, hey you listen, are. man, you got to you got to go across the whole spectrum, right? I mean, we're in Debbie Downer t- territory right now. This is the little light at the end of the tunnel. So but let's talk about all the bad stuff. I always look at life. If you get the bad stuff out of the way first, then you can enjoy the good stuff afterwards. Let's so yeah, talk about it now. Long. Maybe we kill it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think the big conversation is to see how this goes, because uh, what what I've seen and heard uh, that the NHL, the owners aren't, don't really want to go forward for next season without fans financially. So, I mean, they don't think they can afford to play another season without, you know, ticket sales. So, At
1: you know, $13 a beer, they need us
0: yeah <laughs> so, i mean i think that this is kind of like all right well you know we can do this to, to keep it going but next year we're not going to do this shit again i mean we get people back in the stands or financially the league's not going to survive but, you know basically take the players don't pay them for a year until you're gonna let the fans back in i guess i mean what do you guys think uh,
1: i mean I'm, I'm i'm right there i mean you think about baseball like we're, we're listening to baseball how, how can baseball without any fans in the stands they those salaries are massive you know so yeah. i mean i don't know how this stuff keeps going how do they pay those salaries without us i don't yeah i don't see how that works i, I don't know you know I, so, I, saw,
4: I think i saw something about the mlb they're looking at massive I, I mean massive. I mean, massive pay cuts in terms of annual salary. Like I think Bryce Harper in in uh, Philadelphia, he's making what like thirty five, like forty million or something a year, and it could drop to like seven.
3: <laughs>
2: Damn, Gina.
3: So like, well, they're also not paying the minor league players either, right? For I think that's the Oakland Athletics who started that one, not paying their minor league guys. So I don't know if that's going to continue with the rest of the teams and teams not paying the minor league guys which I think for the Oakland Athletics, the guy's worth $2, $2 billion and ended up being $1.1 $1. $1 if he paid all the minor league guys that he's not going to pay. So that's what he's saving this year is $1.1 $1. $1 mil. So that's one way of doing it. Like you said about the salary reduction too. But it's going to suck. It's going it's to be a pinch, and I think players just aren't going to play. And no, right. So think
1: about that, right? You're taking a huge pay cut. Are you really going to put yourself back into that to make a couple bucks? It's
0: not the millions
6: that you make. I mean, I mean we we don't get hurt or you know. I'll go play in the NHL right now, and you can bring all the fans you want into the rink, and I'll still go play. Right? Meow. <laughs> you count me in <laughs> yeah.
1: on
4: that too. I'll take the minimum. <laughs> it's all about the money now. It's all about the money. Has has it's, so right money now. it's all about the money.
0: Yeah. Well, boys, it's uh, it's been fun to talk a little hockey and have, like you said, a little light at the end of the tunnel here, James, and finally maybe get some action on TV for us. Um, it's been a pleasure having you boys on. It looks like uh, Seltzer King has checked out for the night, but we still got McLovin and James he here. Out.
5: You didn't see that? He, he passed lost. out. Hit the comp- the Fellow over backwards. <laughs> yeah, fellow <laughs> over backwards.
1: Um, so, I saw him fall right over.
0: Yep. We, we want to thank James for coming on. He's got his podcast. Check out his podcast. It's Offsize Hockey Talk. Uh, we got McLovin and Chris Mancuso here from uh, Get the Get the Puck get out, the out podcast. So check them out as well. Um, it's been fun having them on the Blue Line Hockey Club tonight, and it's been a pleasure, boys. So before we get everybody going, let's just get their pick, everybody's pick for the Stanley Cup winner. Let's go around the horn. With you, Pete. What do you got, Pete?
1: Oh, you're gonna put me out first. Great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, Buffalo's not in it, so.
1: No. <laughs> Fuck. Put me right on the spot. Uh, I gotta. I think I'm gonna go with Colorado.
0: Safe bet
5: there.
1: None of my teams. I'm gonna go out on Sully. And said, "Colorado's got
5: all the horses." Yeah, out. I'm going with Colorado too. I picked them beginning of the year. They got young bucks out there. Uh, they're gonna come back and fucking shooting rubber left and right.
1: Kill McCar boys, kill McCar.
0: All right, James, who do you got, man? Probably the Leafs, if I'm not mistaken.
3: Well, listen, Homer picked <laughs> would be the least but I took I I was on with Pete Jensen of the NHL.com, and I said Colorado at the beginning of the season too. So. I will go with Colorado, good old Cole Harbor boy, and Nathan McKinnon. So, Kel McCarr yeah. there, too. So, let him tear it up. I think Colorado's going to take her down, boys. Yeah, McKinnon.
6: You, too. What do you got, Detroit? The New York Rangers.
3: Hey, man,
5: that, that might oh. be my second pick. Three goalies. Justin said that yeah. earlier, or someone said that. I mean, it takes goalies to win a Stanley Cup, boys.
0: Yeah. And how about McLovin? What do you got, fucking B's or what?
4: B's. <laughs> I I really do hope that it's Boston and Colorado. I predicted that back in 2014 when Boston won the Presidents' Trophy, and that ended up going to shit real quick. But if it's if it's going to a seven-game series, I, I I predicted Boston and Colorado would be in the Stanley Cup <laughs> Final. You like 14? Yes, I was, but I <laughs> knew a lot shit back then. I, I, <laughs> I, I,
0: <laughs> you're still but, fucking you having wet dreams and shit.
4: <laughs> 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 but yeah. in a seven-game series, Colorado would kick our ass. So I'd go yeah. Colorado. Uh,
0: yeah. All right. Well, well I'm, I'm going to go with a, go a little underdog. And um, we got a hometown boy out in Minnesota. And I'm going to hopefully uh, see him get to the cup. Yeah.
4: We
5: The Minnesota Wild.
0: Let's see Jordan Greenway get to the cup. You and know and what? what, and what, that what up.
1: I'll tell you what. If if we didn't have to go through the pause, you know what? Minnesota was fucking. Right now, I'm
3: not I Oh, they're buzzing.
1: We haven't said anything about the Philadelphia Flyers. The Flyers were fucking crazy too. I, I hate.
3: They cost not, me so much fucking money this year. Shut up about them.
1: <laughs> I hate to roll out, but goddamn, you can't. You know, don't
3: don't sleep on them. Don't sleep on. Them. No, don't. I, I did all year. Trust me. <laughs> I started the season off saying that Toronto would finish above Philly and then with more points than Philly and every time I just added more money to the bet. Yeah, that bit me in the ass real hard. the
0: The picks are in boys, the picks are in. All right, so we'll see what happens, and hopefully this shit gets going soon. And like I said, yeah. pleasure having you boys on. Uh, get on BlueLineHockeyClub.com to w- uh, listen to this episode or any of the podcast platforms. Also, you can check out this video on our YouTube channel as well if you want to see our ugly mugs. And uh, check out all our so- uh, social media platforms as well. All right, boys, it's been a nice one with the Blue Liners. And until next time, keep your stick on the ice.
6: ya. Sweeto, let's go, oh! Rangers. Right
3: doctor.
6: Meow. Keep your head up.